3CR would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nations, true owners, caretakers, and custodians of the lands from which we broadcast. 3CR pays respect to elders past and present of the Kulin Nations. We recognize their unceded sovereignty. This is 3CR Breakfast. Alternative news, analysis, and current affairs. Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Good morning, listeners. You're on Thursday Breakfast on 3CR 855 a.m., and it is just coming up to 7.05 in the morning. Good morning, Carly. Good morning, Malika. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Priya. Good morning, Malika. (laughs) Good morning, everyone. Um, so, very exciting show today. Uh, potentially a very hectic show today because it is Radio Sun time. Oh, I didn't, I didn't test out the little cha-ching kind of sound. I was <laughs> going to put sound effects on, but it's been very hectic this morning. Um, shout out to everyone who donated to the Fire Up show. That was hectic. Those <laughs> were ringing off the hook. Yeah, it's so good to see them have that support. Yeah, it's um, it's awesome. Just like a testament as well to the variety of listeners and the variety of shows on 3CR, which is why you should donate to our Radiothon Appeal. We need to raise $250,000, and there are a couple of ways that you can donate. Malika, do you want to let people know how they can donate via phone? Um, if you would like to donate via phone, you can call us now on 94198377. And you can also SMS, Carly. Yeah, so just text us on 0488-809-855. And if you want to head online and donate, you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And uh, don't forget, once you've nominated the amount that you'd like to donate, you can um, nominate the show that you want it to go to, and you can nominate Thursday Breakfast. Um, or of course any other show that you listen to, because I assume that all of you dedicated listeners uh, listen to multiple shows on the station. Yeah, um, and also as the pledges come in, then we'll be reading them out. And if, you know, there's time, you could also possibly jump on air. So definitely call through, text through, um, and we'll definitely give you a shout out. Exactly. It's not at all stressful to do a live talk back show. Um, <laughs> we're very, no, seriously, we're very excited about it. We might get a surprise guest uh, in the form of my dad. So um, <laughs> hey. if you want to hear what my what my dad sounds like and hear my dad embarrass me on air, um, you know, stay tuned and uh, consider donating as well. Um, so what have we got on for today? This is a bit of a different show format, but we might, um, yeah, take you through it. Sure. So, um, unfortunately, Rosie was feeling a bit sick, so um, she couldn't make it into the studio, but we're definitely going to be calling her um, shortly to, you know, um, just ask her about, you know, why she loves community radio. Um, (laughs) The theme for this year is community-powered radio, Um, so we're going to be talking to a lot of different people today about what that means to them. Yeah, and that means that we're going to be chatting with some guests that we've had on previously, as well as a presenter from one of our, um, I guess, what is it? Sister show. Yeah. <laughs> Sibling shows. Um, so first up, we're speaking with Elle Gibbs, who's a disability advocate and award-winning writer um, who writes with a focus on disability and social issues. And Elle's been a guest on Thursday Breakfast several times this year to discuss the National Disability Insurance Scheme, uh, the issue of independent assessments, the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines for disabled folks, and outcomes for disabled people in the latest federal budget. And today, Elle's going to chat with us about the intersections between this advocacy work and community media. 
And then um, we're going to chat to Anna Carlson, who is a host and producer on 4ZZZ Radio Reversal. Um, so that is one of our sibling shows based up in Minjin, Brisbane. And um, Anna's just been an absolute legend throughout this year. Um, she's, you know, given us some audio from the Disrupt Land Forces conference that um, happened up in Minjin just a week ago. And, um, yeah, it'd be just really great to chat to her about why she loves community radio. But they're going to be chatting to Yamiko Marama and Amarachi Okaram, two artists who are part of Amazing Babes, an online storytelling event um, which is part of the Emerging Writers Festival. Amarachi um, is a Nigerian-born Igbo actor, spoken word poet and emerging playwright. She recently started diving into writing for stage and has been um, in residency in 2020 with Lonely Company. Yamiko Marama is a writer, therapist and food truck owner from NAM um, and is the inaugural recipient of the Wheeler Centre Next Chapter Fellowship and is a contributor also to Growing Up Queer in Australia as well as the Emerging Writers Festival's Vignette Series podcast. And finally, we're going to be joined by anti-poverty activist Kristen O'Connell, who has also been a regular guest on 3CR Thursday Breakfast over 2020 and 2021, giving us invaluable insights into the into domestic social security policy concerns, including uh, the need to raise the rate of social security payments, mutual obligations, and the cashless debit card scheme. And Kristen's going to speak with us today about anti-poverty activism and community media, and she's also going to provide a brief update on the social security legislation amendment, streamlining participation requirements and other measures bill 2021 uh, which stands to make pretty rapid and significant changes to mutual obligation requirements it's currently being uh, rushed through with uh, not much time for scrutiny but Kristen being the legend that she is has just smashed through that over 2,000 word report in like four days so massive props Um, and yeah it's going to be an exciting show we're hoping to speak to a bunch of you Um, yeah Great. And so again, um, you can call to donate 94198377. Again, that number is 94198377. Or you can text in on 0488809855. And you can also donate online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And remember to nominate Thursday Breakfast. And um, when you donate, Gab's kindly keeping a a live tally for us in the other room. And so we'll be able to see uh, who's chipped in and we'll shout you out on air. Awesome. Um, And now uh, we might go to some headlines. So here you are, too foreign for home, too foreign for here, never enough for both. Ijuoma umebinyo. Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced, Produced by Yan. I'm Alphonse. I'm Erwin. And we, we are, are from, from the Voice of West Papua. Tuesday, 6.30 until 7.30 p.m. News and music from West Papua.
we're back on 3CR Thursday morning breakfast. And now we're going to jump into some news headlines. Carly, do you want to kick us off? Or actually, Malika, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, so yesterday, the live performance Australia, the arts and entertainment industry peak body, called on the Victorian government to urgently outline the roadmap to returning to pre-lockdown settings so industry can plan and prepare for reopening. The LPA chief executive, Evelyn Richardson, highlighted that the extensive impact that the most recent snap lockdown has had on the performance industry, including increased show cancellations, redundancies and limited regional and interstate tours. Despite venues demonstrating QR code compliance, rapid contact tracing, testing and mask wearing, there are drastically reduced capacity for live performances. They stated there continues to be inconsistency in the rules with a bias towards sport over cultural events. 7,000 people from Geelong can go to a football match, but they can't attend a music event. Yeah, I mean, as much as we all love the footy, as in as much as I love the footy, it is um, it is awful to see my mates in the arts really struggling, um, and especially with this increased precarity and lack of uh, federal government funding for that sector. Um, so there's also a call to support striking General Mills workers. So on the 3rd of June 2021, General Mills workers went on strike for a fair wage increase, and they're now asking the community to continue to support their fight. Uh, so United Workers Union members at General Mills who make Old El Paso and Latina Fresh Pasta are on strike in Rudy Hill, New South Wales. And after working hard through the pandemic to meet increased demand and delivering massive profits to their employer, workers have been hit with an offer of low pay rises and cuts to their conditions. Um, so you can support their fight and find out more by heading to chuffed.org forward slash project forward slash general mills strike. And just lastly, a reminder for listeners that the call to ban the use of spit hoods in prisons in South Australia has really been gaining a lot of momentum. So this was started, uh, this call um, was started by the uh, Morrison family um, because Wayne Feller Morrison, who was a Wiradjuri, Kokatha and Wurrungaroo man, uh, who was 29 years old, um, uh, died in South Australia's Yatta Yatala prison um, in September 2016. So that family has been doing a lot of advocacy um, to ban the use of spit hoods and please just head to change.org and also follow that campaign on social media as well so that you can email the relevant ministers. Yeah, absolutely. We need to keep the momentum up on this, even though the coronial inquest proper has wrapped up. um, Obviously, this fight is ongoing and justice still has not been achieved uh, for the family. Um, And there's also an ongoing um, issue at Collingwood Community Gardens. So community gardeners have continued to uh, petition the management of Collingwood Children's Farm to reinstate access to their plots and to commit to consulting with plotters on any proposals to redevelop these 42-year-old plots. So um, operating since 1979, the Collingwood Community Gardens are now under threat of being bulldozed, and the destruction of this important cultural and community space was announced by Collingwood Children's Farm Committee of Management on Thursday, the 3rd of June. Uh, gardeners have been really trying to open lines of communication to talk about reinstating access to the plots and talking about about the importance of the plots, um, and you can find out more information and sign the petition at um, 
megaphone at the megaphone petition. So that is megaphone.org.au forward slash petitions uh, forward slash protect dash the dash Collingwood dash community dash garden. Now, I know that's a long one. So if you just look up protect the Collingwood community garden on megaphone petitions, you'll be able to find out more information about that. Um, it's really important. Um, it's a really important community space. And from speaking to some of the gardeners as well before, um, and hopefully we can have some people on the show too. Um, it's been a real lifeline as well during uh, the pandemic and a really important community space for people to sort of culture, uh, cultivate and nurture things for children, um, I guess, to learn how to garden as well and just investment in people's own community. Um, and uh, Giles from the... Uh, from the Collingwood uh, Community Gardens Organizing Group has been um, on Solidarity Breakfast with Annie last Saturday, and he's going to be joining Annie this Saturday again. So make sure that you tune into Solidarity Breakfast as well. Um, Now, Carly, are we going to go to a track? Yeah, I think so. I think it's time to get this party started. So um, let's play Jess B's track, Bullseye. It's a bullseye. We don't miss that's a. It's a bullseye. Hit it once, hit it twice. Never this is a bullseye. Hit it once, hit it twice. Never this is a bullseye. It's a bullseye. It's a bullseye. Anything I want, let me gonna take that. Too much I want, so I'll never lay back. Been about a coach and not an accolade. Everybody always got something to say, but meanwhile, kind of their own body weight. Yeah, we roll with the punches. Yeah, then we roll to the lunches. Yeah, roll out that we run this. Yeah, yeah, this is really something. All my people in the place go running. All my people in the place go running. All my people in the place go running. Do your dance, and you know you something. 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 Hit it once, hit it twice. Never this is a bullseye. Hit it once, hit it twice. Never this is a bullseye. It's a bullseye. It's a bullseye. Only time I like that I ever hate from is a red and blue light. I don't sing this song. Where you at? Yeah, where you come from? How have you grown? Who you wanna become? Move your body, uh-huh. move a leg. Yeah. Everybody here, uh-huh. move ahead. Yeah. One to the right, now one to the left. Never stay still. Uh-uh. Move again, regenerate. Yeah. regenerate. Yeah, what's mine? Yeah, come to collect. Yeah. I am me, and I'm that to the end. Aye. We got the juice, you can never boot it. Never. All my people in the place go running. Go. All my people in the place go running. Go. All my people in the place go running. Yeah. Do your dance, yeah. you know you something. Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. 
As much as we are lied to that what is happening in Palestine is complicated, there is nothing complicated about it. Israel maintains a regime of apartheid, ethnic cleansing and occupation. None of these concepts are new. They have all existed in some form throughout history. This nation is founded on settler colonialism. Drawing parallels between our struggles doesn't only shed light on the commonality of different social justice issues, but it also shows us that as Palestinians, our freedom and liberation is so inherently intertwined with the freedom and liberation of so many others around the world. 3CR Radio Time, community-powered radio. To donate, call 03-9419-8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. And we're back on Thursday morning breakfast, 3CR 855 AM. It is just past 7.20 in the morning. And the track that you heard was Bullseye by Jess B. What a banger. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I guess speaking of legends, um, (laughs) we have uh, our very own Rosie on the line. Rosie's joining us from home. Hey, Rosie, how's it going? Good. I'm actually joining you directly from bed. (laughs) (laughs) From where we'd all rather be. No, I love being Oh, here. yeah. I'd rather be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that you're uh, nice and snug, nice and cozy, um, enjoying us uh, trying to raise money for the 3CR Radiothon, and I hope you're boosting it on your socials. Obviously. <laughs> um, so I guess the question that we're asking everybody that joins the show today is... Um, yeah, why do you like community radio and what does community radio mean to you? Yeah, well, I did have a chance to think about this in the 15 minutes that I was morning. And um, I was thinking, you know, community radio is powered by some pretty amazing people. Like the station itself is just before COVID was such a hive of power and activity. And thinking specifically about Thursday breakfast, I was reflecting on how where do I get my news during the week? You know, Twitter, like lots of great analysis, different news websites. But the most incisive news I get during the week is from uh, three people sitting in a studio, sometimes Gab leaning against the door, just talking about what's going on. And, um, you know, Thursday breakfast team, like there's some really amazing thinking going on there and it gets shared with the listeners and uh, we have some amazing guests on. So that, there are a few of the things that I love about about community radio. Wow, I'm tearing up. Uh, <laughs> this, I mean, I truly, truly incredible, Rosie. And I think um, we can all say that um, the show has only gotten better with you stepping out of the producer studio and behind the mic. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I do love to speak. You know, it's a surpri- you surprise yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great at it. Um, yeah, well, I mean... But I just want listeners to know that they should just, you know, yeah, pop on their phone. I mean, they get to speak to you from their bed. Just call up. It's really <laughs> fine. I've got a cup of tea. You can, um, you know, chat away and give some money to 3CR because uh, we need to raise some to keep the lights on. 
Exactly. Every little helps. And again, you can call us on uh, 94198377. That is 94198377. And the lovely Gab will take your call. Um, you can go to air. If you, you can let Gab, if you want to. Uh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. You can let Gab know if you want to go to air. And then uh, we'll say hi to you. We'll shout you out. Yeah, and also you can text in on 0488-809-855. Again, that number is 0488-809-855. And of course, if you're not a big fan of the phones this morning, you can also donate online at 3cr.org.au. Yes, um, and remember to nominate the Thursday Breakfast Show. Um, Rosie, is there anything else that you want to share with us about uh, your experience over the years at Thursday Breakfast? Anything about the journey uh, or how you've, uh, I guess, how you've experienced 3CR over time? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I started actually before I was producing on Thursday Breakfast. I was just doing reception um, on, I think it was actually Thursday mornings. Um, And that was such a beautiful experience, like getting to, you know, getting to know the people who had shows on at that time, seeing their guests every week, um, just hanging around the kind of admin front of the office and there's just people always hanging out, um, recording stuff, helping each other out. I think that was such a nice way to come into the station and then to produce, like I was basically just inching ever closer to a microphone. I think that's what was... (laughs) (laughs) It's like a year, Um, year and a bit long trajectory to get you in front of the mic. Yeah, it's just a just a slow a slow mover sometimes, but three CR allows that. You know, there's lots of other places where where you couldn't be that slow. You'd just be um, pushed aside, or you know, you'd, people would think you weren't interested. But there's um, so much space for different different people to do it their own way at three CR. I think that's really special. Yeah, that is awesome. And also, I mean, going the other way, three CR is also happy for people who are not familiar um, with. Broadcasting with um, with the media landscape, but who are really interested in producing community radio to just get in there and get started, which is what I did. I mean, just like ripped the bandaid off, like you know, got in at the start, uh, like just before COVID started. And it was like, all right, well, you're doing interviews now. You're learning how to produce remotely. Go. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, I think yeah, there's a space for everyone. Hmm, and I think that I mean, yeah. Before COVID, I really agree with you, Rosie. Like, this was just such a little community hub. Like, people would come here and hang out. And, like, I actually love even just, you know, doing my pre-records and editing here because I'd get to, you know, like, bump elbows with, like, Uncle Robbie Thorpe and stuff. Like, um, it's just such a nice place to meet people and to hear about people's really radical ideas. Um, Yeah. Totally. Yeah, in that little kitchen, like, and people would just include you in there. Yeah, whatever they're, um, you know, organising their planning or telling you about through that interview or um, really special. Hopefully you'll get back to that at some stage. Yeah, and I mean, a, a bit unrelated to this, but some of us are doing a bit of, like, historical research into the station. And I just, it was pretty awesome seeing, like, I think this was, oh, I want to say in, like, somewhere between, okay, this is a wide time frame, but somewhere between the 70s and 90s. I mean, the station has been around since the 70s. But Mm. um, just like some criticism in in an old newspaper saying that 3CR only uh, only boosted the um, voices of the Palestinian Liberation uh, Organization and didn't um, put forward any, I guess, like, 
pro-Zionist uh, positions, and I can proudly say that we have continued that <laughs> that legacy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's just nice to to know that we're part of a community that has been really committed to to this kind of work for such a long time. Yeah, totally. And also that yeah, you can have a political opinion, um, and that's that's not we're not pretending that we're impartial. We're uh, standing with people in solidarity and trying to boost their their voices and give them a platform. Yeah, I mean, as um, a lot of, I guess, especially black journalists have been bringing up, and, you know, I'm thinking of people like Amy McGuire especially, um, that the importance of uh, journalism is about truth-telling um, and it's about seeking justice. Mm. Um, so thank you so much for joining us this morning, Rosie. We hope that you stay listening. Um, uh, absolutely. I'm lying in bed listening for the next hour and a half, um, hearing that Kelly climb and climb. <laughs> Incredible. Shoot us any song recommendations, anything um, that you want raised as well. We'll be happy to, to bring it up. Can't wait to hear all the guests. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Rosie. Bye. Bye. And that was our uh, fourth <laughs> member, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Join us um, from bed. Um, and we're going to go to a chat with L. Gibbs soon. Um, but for now, just um, uh, for now, we might just uh, head to another track as well. Yeah, but I think we should let listeners know about that number again. Oh, so call 94198377. And again, that number is 94198377. Um, you can text in at uh, 0488 that is 0488-809-855, and you just text in your message of support, uh, or sorry, pledge of support, and then we'll send you back the payment details, and just a reminder, you can pledge now and donate, uh, or, or pay later, um, and we're, you know, trying to raise funds by the end of the month, so sooner the better, but you can pledge now and pay later if payday is coming up in a few days. Mm. And lastly, you can also donate online at 3cr.org.au. And remember to plug the Thursday breakfast show. <laughs> Great. So this track is Before Daylight by the Marindas.
And that track there was Before Daylight by the Marindas. You're listening to 3CR Thursday Breakfast. Yes, um, it is our radio, uh, sorry, Radiothon show today. So just a reminder that we are trying to raise $250,000 to keep the station going. You can call us on, uh, you can call us on 94198377. That is 94198377 to donate. Um, you can text in on 0488-809-855-0488-809-855 or go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and don't forget to plug Thursday breakfast. Um, sorry, that I should know uh, the number is off by heart by now. Um, yeah, so we're going to go now to a chat with Elle Gibbs, who is a disability advocate and award-winning writer with a focus on disability and social issues. And Elle has been a guest on Thursday Breakfast several times this year to discuss a range of topics um, that are affecting disabled folks and really, really importantly, bringing that um, lived experience and analysis that I think is not privileged by mainstream media, uh, but really needs to be centered. So Elle, thank you so much for joining us again. No worries, glad to be here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess what we're doing today is uh, talking to people about their experiences of being on community media, but also how that relates to some of the work that um, that, that you've been doing. So, um, I know that you've been you've done some radio before as well, Elle. Is that right? I have. I, I've done a little bit of community radio uh, in Sydney, talking about, of all things, women's AFL. Uh, and uh, then I also did some radio in uh, regional radio station, again, talking about AFL, but also talking about uh, Australian punk music. So, you know, all the, the wonderful diversity of community radio. Incredible. I can't believe we haven't asked you about uh, the waffle on here. <laughs> Yes, um, uh, I am I'm fond of I am fond of footy, uh, particularly women's AFL. It's been a lovely uh, five years or so uh, watching uh, women um, get around the park and and do things that I dreamed about doing as a fifteen year old, but was told I wasn't allowed to do because I was a girl. So uh, mm. it's very exciting. Mm. Yeah, and I mean I think community media is also a good place to have these conversations because we don't really see. I mean. I guess the, the the sort of coverage of the the women's AFL in mainstream media sort of oscillates between uninterested to 
um, sort of uh, like tokenistic, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I do think that there's been some absolutely pioneering shows about women's AFL, um, particularly on Melbourne Community Radio, but also uh, on podcasts and, you know, the, like the Outer Sanctum crew, um, Chicks Talking Footy. There's been a great kind of flowering of women's uh, sports media, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the Siren newsletter, uh, there's a bunch of really interesting uh, new media talking about women's sport generally, um, and I'm, it's very exciting. So uh, it's a long way from my days of uh, schlepping up to the FBI offices in Sydney uh, to talk about the Sydney Women's AFL. That is a long time ago. <laughs> well, I mean, it is awesome to, to hear about as well. Um, but the conversations that we've had with you um, on Thursday breakfast at 3CR have, have mainly focused around, um, I guess, policy-related issues uh, that are affecting disabled folks but really don't get a lot of accurate or uh, tend to get quite biased coverage that don't centre disabled folks' voices. So could you talk a bit about community um, media and the the kinds of work that you do and, yeah, the relationship between that? Yeah, it was actually the one note that I wrote about this morning's chat with you was was about that, centering disabled voices. one of the things that 3CR does really well is centres the voices of the people impacted by policy. Uh, and I think that is incredibly important. Um, in disability, so often people speak for us. Um, so disabled disability providers, uh, you know, parents and carers, uh, you know, government, um, everyone has lots of thoughts and feelings and opinions about disabled people, but we often don't get to speak for ourselves. Uh, about the issues that are affecting our lives. And, you know, particularly when it comes to the NDIS, it's a large, complex bit of policy, but um, it's interesting how few people engage with the NDIS, particularly in progressive circles, Mm. um, you know, and understand or are interested in the way that it is uh, affecting the lives of disabled people. And uh, it's really interesting... Uh, at the moment, because we're, you know, trying to build this, this campaign against the changes that are being proposed and, uh, you know, trying to reach out beyond, uh, just disabled people to talk about it. And it's been really interesting to, uh, see people not really knowing how to engage with that. But, uh, mm. I have appreciated 3CR not only talking to disabled people, but talking to a diversity of disabled people, mm. which I think is incredibly important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, you know, a lot of the a lot of the work uh, done by people like um, Molly Hermans, for example, sort of highlights the, the significance of having an intersectional analysis when talking about disability as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, there's a fantastic hashtag if people are interested on Twitter called Disability to Wash that was started by a black disabled person uh, called Valissa Thompson in the U.S., mm. Um, and it absolutely applies here in Australia. So white disabled people like me are often the ones who get to talk. Um, and I think it is incredibly important uh, not to universalise the experience of white disabled people as though that is everybody's experience, because it absolutely is not. Uh, and so I think that's uh, one of the lenses that 3CR is able to throw on uh, all of the kind of issues that we talk about uh, and insist that, that this intersectionality is actually something that is that is talked about, but also that there is a huge diversity of guests to talk about the different 
um, aspects of power and how that works in terms of, you know, disability policy. I think, honestly, sometimes people think of disability and think, oh, that's not political. <laughs> and I just laugh and just go... Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the conversations that we've been having with you in particular on Thursday Brecky is uh, have really been focused on this failure to center disabled folks' voices. Like, you know, the issue around independent assessments is, um, you know, policymakers inserting these completely, um, you know, farcical, nonsensical um, reforms without even paying attention to what disabled folks want. Yeah. And we heard at the Joint Standing Committee hearing, um, you know, the, the fab Damien Griffiths, who's the CEO of um, First People's Disability Network. Uh, the senators asked, had there been any consultation with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people with disability? And he said no. And they were like, really? Uh, and no, there hasn't been. And there are particular issues for particular communities of disabled people, people with intellectual disability, for example, uh, around independent assessments that they just, the NDIA just seems completely oblivious to, um, but deliberately so is what I say. This is a deliberate choice that they're making and I think it reveals the purpose of the changes, you know, that they can uh, talk up their shiny PR spin, but um, the impact on disabled people uh, from particular communities shows the impact that it's going to have on all souls. Absolutely. Well, Elle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on 3CR Thursday, Brecky, about your experiences of community media, but also, um, I guess, reflecting on some of the conversations that we have had. And we encourage people to listen back to those past episodes as well um, on the Thursday Breakfast page on 3CR. Thanks so much. And if people are interested, there's a Fairer New South Wales uh, forum on on Saturday at 2 o'clock, and you can find that on Facebook. Yeah, incredible. And also one last thing before we let you go, Elle, um, Rosie's just sent us a message saying that you both have a huge crossover with uh, the waffle that you haven't spoken about before. So um, I'm looking forward to Rosie interviewing you about that in the future. Excellent. Go footy. Awesome. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. And that was Elle Gibbs, who's a disability advocate and award-winning writer uh, with a focus on disability and social issues, who's joined us on uh, Thursday Breakfast several times this year to talk about uh, issues around the NDIS, around the COVID-19 vaccine rollout and federal budget. Um, now, just a reminder as well, um, around the diversity of 3CR's programming, um, we have an awesome show called Chronically Chilled, uh, which is on Wednesdays from 6 to 6.30 p.m. Um, so please tune into that with Naomi and Mario and um, you can also uh, you know keep your eyes peeled uh, for every year's disability day uh, programming which is uh, 12 hours of dedicated um, broadcasting on the International Day of People with Disability which I believe falls on the 3rd of December yeah great and um, I really want to play a 1-4 track is that allowed uh <laughs> are we are we allowed? Yeah, can we play a one? I think we can play. We can. Play I'm going to put a language that. warning, but um, this is one of the more chill tracks. So this one's Heartless by One Four. What's under heartless? Trapped in the warfare They say that it's hard to fuck with people like me But I can tell they ain't seen half the shit that I see Cause Watson is heartless, heartless 
trapped in the warfare, warfare. If you love me, then be honest, honest. Cause war turned us heartless. They say that I'm heartless, can't bargain, no way. If you're fucking with the other side, you gon' turn into a target. We ain't shutting down beef flat, we gon' turn you into a casket. They keep talking about guns, till they hear the guns blasting. Now we see who's laughing, cause they're not. Send my young and drive your block, see who gets caught. Free little, he was really letting that pop. We run blocks and run down ops. And it's too late to turn on my squad. While turned us heartless, trapped in the
nothing left to lose. Down on the ground for you realize no one's gonna fight your fight life the way that I used to. Drown in the sound of a heart crying, trying to bleed out the bloodline. So trying to prove. by Maisha. And just before that, we played Heartless by 1-4. Thank you to our producer, Gab, for letting me play some 1-4 this morning. <laughs> um, and now joining us on the line is a dear friend from up in Minjin, Anna Carlson. Anna is one of the hosts and producers of 4ZZZ's Radio Reversal. Welcome, Anna, and thank you for joining us on 3CR Thursday Hello. Breakfast. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely stoked to be joining you um, during Radio Talk. Yeah. Are you joining us from your um, boat this morning? I am not. I'm joining you from a park pretty close to my boat, though. Um, I do live on, on a houseboat on um, Corporum, also known as Norman Creek, up in Mianjin, and it's very cute. The last time I was lucky enough to be part of um, a 3CR production, I was interviewing from my houseboat. And the sound quality was, look, I mean, it was cute, but <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely from a boat. Um, <laughs> ambient, I can imagine. Indeed. <laughs> um, and, yeah, thank you so much for allowing us to play some audio that you recorded from Disrupt Land Forces last week. That was great. Oh, no worries. No worries at all. It's one of the reasons that I'm, um, I feel so lucky, little segue alert here, but it's one of the reasons I feel so lucky to do community radio, um, like the kind that you produce week in, week out, right? Um, because we get to cover stories that aren't being covered um, by mainstream media. We get to amplify voices that are being actively silenced. Um, but we also get to do some really creative and have some really creative and interesting conversations with people and learn about what they're passionate about. And I think that's incredibly powerful stuff, right? Yeah. And what are some conversations that you've recently had that have really changed your thinking? Oh, there, are, oh, there are so many. I, I feel like I um, I learn so much from doing radio and I think uh, getting to interview people about their work is such a it's such a practice, right? You get to you get to really figure out um, how people are thinking about the world and how they're putting their their theory into into practice. So We've been doing, on, on Radio Reversal for 4ZZZ up here in Mianjin, we've been doing a series of shows on militarism over the last couple of months, um, looking at the relationship between the military-industrial complex, capitalism, uh, various forms of digital militarism and surveillance, and looking at the kind of threads that connect these, right, all the way back to 
uh, historical projects of imperialism and continuing colonialism. So uh, I feel like, I, yeah, I just get to talk to so many amazing people uh, that I can't even pick individuals. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's interesting because, um, I mean, you come from an academic background and actually so does Priya. And it's interesting because you both talk about how in academia you get to really, like, think through ideas. And I think for a lot of people, like myself included, who don't get to be in that academic space, like, there aren't that many places that you can really go to, like, test ideas with people. And I actually see in myself that, you know, 3CR is one of those places that I can, you know, I can come and I can share ideas, yes, on 3CR Thursday Breakfast, but as we're talking before with our producer, Rosie, oh, used to be our producer now, Zonair as well, Rosie, um, and how we can just, you know, definitely prior to COVID, um, come and, you know, hang out in the kitchen and then just talk to people about some radical mm. things that have been happening mm. and test our ideas in that way. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think, I don't know if this is um, your experience too, Priya, but I think, um, I do also think there's a kind of fantasy that the university provides spaces like that that I'm not sure always bears out. Mm-hmm. I have the privilege of having some absolutely spectacular supervisors and an intellectual community um, that, that sits maybe parallel to the university but not quite inside it. But, um, but I think I, I definitely had some, some kind of rose-coloured glasses torn off when I came back to do my PhD three years ago and realised that actually these, these spaces that I'd had the privilege of being part of in the community were providing way more space for radical thinking, for critical engagement, for having meaningful conversations with people that were open to, um, to challenging uh, ideas. That, that was being provided by community much more than it was the university. So yeah. I actually think spaces like 3CR and, and 4ZZZ and, um, and all of the equivalent uh, radio stations all over the country, I think they're providing absolutely critical spaces for that work. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's like this sort of, you know, it, it bypasses the sort of pretentiousness of, um, of academia and that kind of gatekeeping of knowledge where people who, people who make community radio are theorizing on the ground like this mm-hmm. is all, you know, this is all a massive amount of intellectual labor that goes into community radio um, from organizers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and grounded, right? Like grounded in, and this is, this is again like one of the things I think is so powerful about the work you all do at 3CR um, and particularly on Thursday Breakfast is that the, the theorizing is grounded in active political commitments to, to struggle. It's grounded in, in showing up on the ground. It's grounded in being part of the movements that you're also covering. And I think that really matters. I think that, um, that changes how you tell stories about political movements. Um, and I think there needs to be more space for that. Mm. And there can only be more space if people donate (laughs) so that we have enough money to turn the lights on at 3CR. Um, So, again, for listeners, the number to call in this morning is 94198377. And, again, that number is 94198377. And, um, Anna, um, would you like to make a little pledge this morning to the Thursday breakfast team? (laughs) I would absolutely love to. I would love to see Thursday breakfast continue. So I would love to pledge um, 50 bucks to oh see my 3CR goodness. and Thursday breakfast Stunning. stay on the air. Oh, thank you so much, Anna. Well, thank you so much for joining us as well this morning just to speak about... Thank you for having me. Yeah, what community radio means to you. Um, you're one of my radio producing idols, so <laughs> I feel very privileged right to... <laughs> that you joined thank us this morning. Too. 
Um, yeah, thank you so much, and I, I can't wait to listen to the rest of the show this morning. Legend. And you've also picked a track for us to play this morning. I sure have. This is a, an absolutely beautiful new one from a collective that's part of the Digi Youth Arts Project up here in Mianjin. The um, collective are called The Ancient Bloods, um, and the track is called Ancestor. Awesome. We're going to go to Ancestor now. Thanks, Anna. Bye. was Ancestor by the Ancient Bloods, and it was a track recommended, or sorry, uh, requested by Anna Carlson from Radio Reversal up in Minjin, who just joined us on the phone. And uh, if you're just joining us now on 3CR Thursday Morning Breakfast, we're coming up to 8 in the morning, and it is our Radiothon show. Uh, tell us how people can donate. Well, Priya, there are 
few different ways you can donate this morning or the rest of the month. Um, firstly, you can call to donate um, on 94198377. That's 94198377. You can also text in on 0488809855. That's 0488809855. And lastly, if you're not a fan of the phones this morning, you can also donate online on 3cr.org.au. And don't forget to plug Thursday morning breakfast. Awesome. All right. And now we've got a special caller on the line. Um, Bala, are you there? I am very much there. Hi, Dad. Thanks for calling <laughs> Hi. in. Hi, Bria. Hi, Ma. <laughs> uh, this, is, um, this is my parents, Bala and Teresa. Thank you so much for calling in this morning to 3CR Thursday breakfast. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, parents. Uh, what do yeah. you love about our show? Do you want to give us a quick little a little rundown of um, how you've found Thursday Breakfast and why you love listening? Well, uh, we found Thursday Breakfast through the one and only child. And uh, we, no, one or two children, sorry. And uh, what I love about it is independent radio. Uh, we've got so much out there that is uh, controlled, and this is wonderful to have community level. Radio, and I don't think I would have known the story of the Tamil refugee at Preston Mantra, uh, and how much you mm-hmm. guys, uh, especially you, Priya, interviewing him and giving us an insight. There's no way commercial radio would have done it. That's the kind of work we really support. That's the real down-to-earth stories that we don't get impressed. So, very impressed with that kind of work. Keep doing it because people need to know this, and uh, that's why we support you all. Uh, support you because our child, and support you. Your whole network is our family, too. Thanks, Priya. Oh, thanks, Dad. And um, before you go, do you want to le- let us know how much you've donated to uh, the 3CR Thursday morning breakfast drive for Radiothon? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. It's a small amount. So it's uh, $200. Woohoo! Uh, thanks, Dad. Not a small amount at all. Thank you, Priya's dad and mom. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Love you have both. A have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You all are doing a great job. Thank Thanks, you. Bye. 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 And uh, that was my uh, now famous parents, Bala <laughs> and Teresa, calling in uh, to tell us what they love about Thursday breakfast. And just a reminder, you can listen back to our shows at 3cr.org.au forward slash Thursday dash breakfast. And um, if you want to donate, if you want to be like my parents, uh, put on the spot on radio to talk about what you love about 3CR, you can always just call in right now at 94198377 and we might be able to take you to air. Yep. Um, all right. 3CR's annual Radiothon fundraiser launches in June, and this year we're asking you to be part of community-powered radio. It's only with your support that we're able to be independent, community-controlled, and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. 3CR Community Powered Radio. Uh, So big ups to uh, Mysterious Donor, who has just donated $25 to the Thursday Breakfast Radiothon Appeal. And that's us. 
shaking our coins, asking for you to donate as well. Um, they've apologized for it not being a million bucks, but we just want to say $25 is a lot and every little helps. Thank you so much. Agreed. If you think about it, um, if, oh, I'm really bad at math, but what is it <laughs> like if 10,000 people gave $25, that would help us reach our target, which isn't a lot of people. So yeah. we've got this together, solidarity and community. Exactly. And how can people donate again, Malika? Look, a couple of different ways. You can call to donate now by um, on the number 94198377. That's 94198377. And you might even have you come on air and give a little shout out. Um, you can also text your pledge of support um, on 0488809355. So 855, so it's 0488 and we can read out your beautiful message. Or you can also donate online on 3cr.org.au. Awesome. And don't forget to shout out Thursday morning breakfast. Um, oh, and Pilar has donated as a former presenter of Thursday <laughs> breakfast for a, a million years ago. I'm sure it wasn't that long ago. And that's $50. Awesome, Pilar. Thank you so much. I finally figured out how to get the sound effects working so now the rest of the show will be much more exciting um cool well you're listening to thursday morning breakfast on 3cr 855 a.m salam habibi salam habibi this is Marushti and Lukman from Salam Radio Show. Tune in on Sundays from 4 till 5 p.m. on 3CR for some modern Arabic mazika. Salam Radio Show will be bringing you every week a surge of new, modern and reinterpreted sounds of Arabic mazika ranging from trap, rap, hip-hop, pop, R&B, experimental, ambient, and electronic music. Yalla habaybna. Shunatrin. Join us every Sunday on Salam Radio Show. Mainstreaming Arabic Mazika. You're listening to 3CR Thursday Breakfast. And now joining us on the line is Yamiko Marama and Amarachi Okoram, two artists who are a part of the Amazing Babes, an online storytelling event that is part of the Emerging Writers Festival. Amarachi is a Nigerian-born Igbo actor, spoken word poet and emerging playwright. She's recently started diving into writing for stage and has been in residency in 2020 with Lonely Company. And Yamiko is a writer, therapist and food truck owner from Nam. Yamiko is an inaugural recipient of the Wheeler Centre's Next Chapter Fellowship and is a contributor to Growing Up Queer in Australia. And so welcome Yamiko and Amarachi. Thank you for joining us on Thursday Breakfast. Oh, thank Hello, you for having us. <laughs> um, so, Yamiko, can you um, tell us a little bit about what you are planning to share for the Amazing Babes storytelling event? Yeah, sure. So, um, I guess the theme for Amazing Babes is the opportunity to honour the babes and help shape our lives. Um, so, I'm going to be, well, I've, I always try to, try to cram too much in. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, 
And it's really hard when you kind of identify the women that have kind of helped shape you. But I'm just going to be talking about, I guess, some of my favourite women writers and characters and I guess just kind of tracking along um, the way that have kind of helped me to be a bit more brave in my life. And then just talking a little bit about my mother who also, I guess, introduced me to reading and my love of reading and my grandmother as well. So trying to tie all of that in into 10 minutes, as you do, yeah. Oh, gosh, you only have 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Amarachi, what about for you? Yeah, so um, I'm... So um a couple of years ago I wrote a poem called Little Little Black Girl and it was it was like a love letter to a, a younger version of myself and I wanted to revisit that poem and rewrite it at the stage I am at now and kind of write it for like for younger me and also for people around me and like um my sisters and my cousins so that and just like to kind of write like it's about empowerment and it's about um like honoring who we are in a world that kind of tries to keep us, to keep us, like down. And I wanted to really honor that in the piece. Oh, amazing! Um, and can you tell us um, who else is going to be featured at this event? Because there are quite a few people. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty amazing. Um, so I'm really excited to hear your um, presentation, Amrish. It sounds amazing. We've also got um, Stone Motherless Cold presenting. Oh, um, fantastic! And yeah, so it's going to be a really exciting event. Uh, and also Denise Chapman, Janine Leanne, and also Aziel and Ben Sanchez. So I'm really excited to hear from as well. So, yeah, can't wait. And um, what are some other events, uh, maybe, Yamako, that you're excited about at Emerging Writers Festival, which is now online, listeners? So just head to Emerging Writers Festival um, online and you can book in. Most of the events are going to be features on Zoom, um, as well as the Amazing Babes event now. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing program, actually. Like, I've really got to hand it to the Emerging Writers Festival team for putting this together. Um, and it's kind of just like deciding what, yeah, what I'm going to prioritise because everything looks so amazing. But um, I'm hoping to, well, I am going to the Masterclass. There's a Masterclass for Creative Nonfiction and it's got some really big names as well, like Maria Markin and um, Alison Whitaker, um, a range of other kind of really amazing writers. So I'll be checking that out. Um, and then also I'm hoping to go to Emila The Table, which is being run by Sam Van Sweden, who recently released a like, memoir essay collection, Eating With My Mouth Open, which is really good. Definitely recommend. So um, the whole idea is that it's basically an online Zoom and writers kind of cook and also share about their favourite meal. And I think the idea originally was you'd be able to kind of, you know, have a dinner party and kind of watch, you know, from home. So might be a bit more restricted with um, COVID restrictions. But, um, yeah, I think it's such a kind of interactive way to engage even online um, with writing. So I'm very excited. Yeah, awesome. Um, and Amarachi, what about you? What are you excited for at the Emerging Writers Festival? Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for um, the Emerging Writers Festival. And I was I was having a look at Writing for Change I thought that was like something I'm really interested in and um, I feel like I would learn so much in terms of like the way like my writing and like the way I try to write because I write a lot of like political and like hard-hitting stuff and I thought that would be a really a really great conference Um, and yeah so I'm really excited for that and I I was like I I was having a look at the at the list and there's there's a lot that I would try to get to, but I might not be able to. But that one is for sure top of my list. Awesome. That sounds great. Writing for change. Um, and also because I am a part of Incendium 
radical library <laughs> um, an IRL info shop so those folks are organising and facilitating the letter writing to people in prison as part of Emerging Writers Festival next Thursday um, so listeners if you did want to write some one-off solidarity letters to people in prison then that event is happening through IRL info shop next Thursday um, from 11am to 1pm yeah so just um, head to the Emerging Writers Festival and flick through the events so that you can um, join us um, so um, you've both uh written some pieces that you would like to share. Um, so, Amarachi, did you want to um, go first? This is a piece that you've written um, previously. Yes, yes, I can do that. Right. No longer craving the leftovers from your table, no longer sitting in your comfort, no longer dreaming in your comfort, cries silenced, lives tarnished, but it is what it is. Confrontation isn't a game you know how to play, so you twist it until it's dry, until it leaves our tongues dry, till our words float away, till our mind reeks of exhaustion, till our existence is comfortable. But it is what it is. I have no desire for what it is, because it isn't what it is when what it is isn't it. When what it is demands silence, demands compliance, demands distractions. When our struggles put out on display aren't loud enough for your ears, when your black squares are a band-aid to a gunshot wound, please don't shoot, I can't breathe. But our system isn't broken, right? So if it's not broken, then why fix it? We walk in a system so broken it leaves cuts in our souls. You walk on the backs of those whose voices are left unheard. It's a privilege for me. It's a silence for me. It's a sitting so comfortably in our discomfort, expecting gratitude in exchange for scraps for me. Sounds a lot like privilege to me. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was incredible. Um, and I'm really going to have to attend the Amazing Babes to hear some more of your work. <laughs> so for <laughs> listeners, um, yeah, the Amazing Babes is happening on the 22nd of June. Um, so that is next Tuesday at 7pm. And as I've mentioned, just head to the Emerging Writers Festival website, emergingwritersfestival.org.au, so that you can book into that event. And also just look at the program so you can um, listen to some other events as well. So, Yamiko, um, you would like to share a little bit, actually, of the piece that you're hoping to share at the Amazing Babes event. So we might just finish off with that. Great. Well, this is a slightly PG version for Breakfast Radio. It's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, truth be told, it's hard to imagine that I existed before my 20s. I was merely an ill-formed shape taking in the world. Afraid of my voice and my knees, and stifled by the familiar 10-kilometre radius that I knew, long before we measured and knew, out of necessity, what a 5-kilometre or 10-kilometre radius meant. High school had been fun, but intimately protected. University life saw me regularly inebriated on the weekends, where I learned that a cheeky bomb could keep you clubbing and drinking and partying for an extra few hours. I slipped it off in monotonous lectures with uncomfortable hardback chairs, but sometimes I'd find myself on the hardly ever thought about carpet floors of Latrobe University's lecture halls. It was fun, the best years of your life, people would tell me. The university mostly felt to be a holding pattern until life really began. And it did eventually at 23. You know you're truly alive when you're out in the world with no idea what you're doing, but you give things a good shot anyway. At 23, I was heartbroken, working full-time, making life up as I went. Now, I'll take you back to the time. Imagine a world in 2012 where we had a female prime minister here in Australia. 
well. For half a year we did with Julia Gillard until she was overthrown by Kevin Rudd before the Liberals won and Tony Abbott was voted in and we had to watch him eat a whole onion along with a whole range of other things that we will not name here. It was the real-life Parliament Game of Thrones that we all watched alongside the HBO version which, would you believe, had just started. It was in the year of 2012 that I found myself working in the city at an almost all-female workplace, surrounded by a bunch of fabulous queer women. They all lived inner-city lives, talking politics and social theories, talked about their weekends at local bars and had local bars. They lived in a way that seemed magical to me compared to my suburban life. So living at home and being lectured by my dad, using too much electricity when turning on the oven. I think I fell in love with all of them just a little bit, despite probably saying two words the entirety of the shift. And in turn, they introduced me to some great literature and as a result, opened up my world too. And you'll have to come to Amazing Babe to hear the rest. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Yamiko and Amarachi, for joining us this morning on Thursday Breakfast. And just then we were joined by Yamiko Marama and Amarachi Okorum, two artists who are part of Amazing Babes, an online storytelling event that is a part of the Emerging Writers Festival. You're on 3CR Thursday Morning Breakfast, and it is our radio sh- uh, Radiothon show. Um, we are trying to raise $250,000 uh, to keep the station going, and we have some amazing donations that have come in so far. So first up, shout out to Jesse Liu, who has donated to many shows, who has uh, kindly just jumped on Carly and my um, aggressive posting on social media <laughs> and supported us with that. Jesse, you're a star. Love Thank you, Jesse. you so much. That's 10 bucks from Jesse. Uh, you're awesome. Um, do you want to shout out the next person? Yeah, next person is my younger brother, Cameron. Thank you for giving us $100. Love you. Um, next up are two donations that are, I believe, associated with our beloved Rosie. Uh, there's $100 from David Isaac. Woo-woo. Um, and 50 bucks from Coco with the message, Love what you do. Well, we love what you do, Coco. Um, amazing coaching at the Gouge. Everyone should look into the East Brunswick Eye Gougers. Um, we love the Gouge. The Gouge loves 3CR. Everybody should listen to 3CR Thursday morning breakfast and donate to our show. You can go online to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And how can we donate via phone? 94198377. And then again, 94198377. Or you can text us on 0488809855. And uh, we also have gotten a pledge from Petra and Pippopotamus, a.k.a. Pip. Um, and they've pledged $50. You can both head online to put through that donation. That would be awesome. Thank you so, so much for chipping in to our fundraiser for Thursday morning breakfast. Oh, Pip is just, yeah, a beautiful dog. <laughs> um, see, even pups can donate. So, you know, get on it. 3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. The union movement stands in solidarity with students and all young people taking action today. And we stand in solidarity with you for two reasons. Firstly, because we believe in the rights of young people to have a say in our democracy. Do not let the conservative media try to silence you. Be loud and proud As we know in the union movement, when we raise our voices together, we cannot be silenced. Secondly, we stand in solidarity as your struggle is our struggle too. Climate change is union business. 
3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. To donate, call 03-9419-8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. The Black Lives Matter movement is not going away here or overseas. It gives me hope seeing the numbers of people that turn out to these Invasion Day demonstrations in Melbourne. It gives me the understanding that we will win, folks. We will succeed! Subscribe to 3CR in 2021. Feed Radical Radio. Um, you're listening to 3CR 855 AM. Um, you are listening to the Radiothon special on Thursday morning breakfast today. Um, the whole month of June, we are raising up to $250,000 to help keep the lights on here at 3CR and continue doing the amazing work we do here, um, if, we, if I can say so. Um, so there are a few different ways you can donate. So firstly, you can call us and donate now on 94198377. So that's 94198377. You can also text in and send us a pledge on 0488. 809855. That's 0488 Or you can also donate online, um, at 3cr.org.au. Just also going to do a cheeky little shout out to Juliet Fox and Raya Williams, who have both donated $20, um, to Thursday morning breakfast. We really, really appreciate you listening in, um, as well as, um, giving that, that beautiful donation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Staying. <laughs> And now we're going to chat with Kristen O'Connell, who is an anti-poverty activist and has been a regular guest on 3CR. So, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us for a quick chat this morning. Thank you very much for having me. It's very cool to be here, and uh, hopefully the radio sun's going super well. Obviously, I am really wanting to see everyone chip in and make sure you guys have got everything you need to keep going for the next year. Thank you so much, Kristen. And yeah, we really appreciate you making the time to to chat with us because you've been a regular guest and really done some amazing work to demystify social security policy. Um, And I think especially, I think the most important thing is that your work is really about centering the voices of unemployed folks um, on policy issues that affect them. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I have to say, like, having the opportunity to come on and speak um, with everything that's been going on over the past year, uh, income support's obviously been crucial. There have been a lot of changes to it. And the way the government has handled it has been, um, you know, very confusing for people. Um, All of us in the system have had different rules applied at different times. And um, being able to come on and spend a bit more time talking about those things and hopefully not only providing information um, for listeners about what is going on, but helping them understand some of the politics of that and how um, we're kind of being used and affected has been really good. Obviously, we're not often given much time and unemployed people uh, often aren't heard at all um, in the media. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's been um, pretty important, actually, to have those opportunities to speak in a little bit more depth about what's going on. And there's another huge um, thing happening mm-hmm. right now where the government is throwing things at us Um, making radical change, hoping no one will notice, 
Um, so yeah, we're back on it <laughs> as usual. Yeah. Do you want to give us like your, I don't know, less than a minute spiel <laughs> on the mutual obligations bill? Uh, no, uh, you're not restricted to less than a minute, but as. No, okay, yeah. Every submission to the inquiry into this bill, which is very short, says that the inquiry is too short and it's. You can't help but feel that the government's trying to hide something. Mm. We're united on this. NISA, the um, peak body for job agencies that hurt unemployed people, and the Anti Poverty Centre and the AUW right across the spectrum, we are all opposed to it going through. There's lots of worrying things. They're going to cut payments from people um, who take, uh, you know, time to figure out their job plan um, if they're doing digital job plan. They're going to um, make people do work for the doll twice a year. Um, they're going to make people do work for the doll sooner, so six months instead of 12 months. Mm. Um, they're going to continue all of the perverse incentives um, that we think are the reason people are treated so badly by job agencies. Um, they are... Oh, sorry, there's just so many parts. Yeah. Of it. Like, I'm just, there's, there's about kind of 10 sections that they're making work. Oh, I mean, they're collapsing a whole bunch of protections into shorter provisions. So they're taking hundreds of pages out of this legislation. Um, it's a really significant um, piece of legislation that underpins the social safety net. And they're just reworking hundreds of pages of it, inserting hundreds of pages of new stuff without any time to understand what those, those implications are going to be. They're giving the Secretary of the Department huge new powers. Mm-hmm to declare things an employment program um, without that requiring law. So obviously that could mean that, you know, there's a huge new Commonwealth uh, project that needs to be done and they're going to declare an employment program and we could see, you know, the the technical reality is that we could see them using this mechanism to do things like create a um, some kind of jobs guarantee that ultimately sees people being forced to work below the poverty line. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, we're we're fairly worried. Yeah, no, I think it is really concerning, and I think, um, obviously, because we don't have time to discuss it today, where can people read your submission and find out more information? Yeah, so we've popped it up. Um, So I, with Jay Coonan, who's also um, been on talking to you folks about this stuff over the last year, have put in a submission um, as part of the Anti-Poverty Centre, and if you search that on Facebook or Twitter, you'll find us and link to our submission is on both of those um, platforms. Um, and we've also got up there just uh, our opening remarks in the, in the hearing because mm-hmm. it, the, the submission is not what we would like to put in. The opening remarks are a little bit more succinct. Um, but we're working on more material awesome. for, that, uh, for that inquiry as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kristen. We really yeah. encourage people to check out the work of the Anti-Poverty Center, and we're going to have to have you on to talk about that work um, soon as well. Yeah, great. Thank you so much, Priya. Have a great day, guys. And everybody, please tune in. It's so important what 3CR is doing. Uh, awesome. Love your work. Thank you. Bye. And that was Kristen O'Connell, who's an anti-poverty activist and has been a regular guest on 3CR Thursday Breakfast. And now we just wanted to shout out a couple more people who have donated. I just want to say, yeah, the gouge, because I can see that Sheena has donated $50. Woohoo! Uh, we've also got a donation of $50 from Deb. And lastly, we have a massive donation oh, of- from... Bryony. Of $200 from Bryony, which is awesome. Thank you so much, Bryony. So this means that we've only got $155 to go. We have three minutes. (laughs) Yes, we've got three minutes to go. Um, We're about to wrap up the show. But just a reminder, you can donate to our Radiothon Appeal. We need to raise $250,000 all up. And how how can people uh, donate? Um, They can call us 
and donate on over the phone on nine four one nine eight three double seven. Alternatively, you can also text in and SMS your pledge of support to zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. Or lastly, you can also donate online at three crorgau And don't forget to nominate the Thursday Breakfast Show. Keep calling. Gab is here to answer the phones. Um, we can definitely, definitely take donations uh, for Thursday Breakfast at any time after the show is on. Um, <laughs> if you weren't able to get in and donate, you know, you've got time. You've got time. Our Radiothon's going all month. Um, but get in as soon as you can. Um, yeah. Yeah, so again, with those numbers, call to donate now, 94198377. Nine four one nine eight three seven seven. Um, you can also text in on zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. That's zero four eight 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 zero nine eight um eight five five. Yeah, and uh, donate at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and nominate the Thursday Breakfast Program. Um, yeah, we really appreciate everybody chipping in. Um, we've yeah, we don't have much time left in the show. Should we do a quick rundown of what we spoke about? We've only got a minute. Like, honestly, just keep calling in because uh, <laughs> we've only got $155 to go. It is true. I'd love to smash it out. Um, so, I don't know, is anyone here going to pledge? Pre, going to pledge some money? Hey, I donated. Well, I had to split my donation because I'm on two shows, Women on the Line and here. So, I donated $30 to each. So, woohoo, go me. Wait, I'm going to play the shaking coin sound. <laughs> Please donate to our Radiothon appeal. Because you can just pledge in today and then you can donate the money um, later on as well. That is correct. If payday is coming up in the next week and you want to pledge now and pay later, you can do that. You can do that by texting in to 0488-809-855. Great. Well, okay, I'm just going to pledge $50. Woohoo, go Carly. And that is what we're going to wrap up the show with. 3CR Thursday morning breakfast. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, $100 from Annalise. We oh, made it. We okay. just made it. You made it. We just made our tally of $1,100. Thanks so much, Annalise. <laughs> 3CR breakfast would like to thank the New International Bookshop, Melbourne's independent radical bookstore and venue, for their financial support of this program. You can find Nibs in the basement of Trades Hall in Victoria Street, Carlton. And while you're there, check out Radical Coffee, a worker-run cooperative cafe in the courtyard. Keep up to date with upcoming events at nibs.org.au.